to Asserting the Times. How can we know if we're conducting ourselves properly? Only through his words! We based Berean broadcast. Nothing divides like truth. The truth is important. Give us some men who know the truth. And now, here's Marty and Brother Eric. Once you were full of darkness, but now you have light from the Lord. So live as people of light, for this light within you produces only what is good and right and true. Carefully determine what pleases the Lord. Take no part in the worthless deeds of evil and darkness. Instead, expose them. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Discerning the Times. This is Marty with Brother Eric here. I'm glad you could join us. Today, we're going to talk about the worthless deeds of evil and darkness and exposing those works of darkness. Um, we talked about in our previous podcast of uh, discernment and apply discernment and what is discernment, what does biblical discernment look like. We talked about a uh, biblical worldview and how discernment uh, works with a biblical worldview and what a biblical worldview is and that everybody has a worldview, even if you don't think you have a worldview, you do. So, Brother Eric, it's good to be with you again. Um, we'll just jump right into it, Brother. We're pulling out of Ephesians chapter 5. A couple of verses and uh, really uh, what Paul is trying to, to say here. We're talking about exposing works of darkness. What can what constitutes as a work of darkness, Brother Eric? What would we say to that scripturally? Yeah, hello everyone. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we, we are grateful for that. We give praise to God for this opportunity. Yeah, man, um, talking about the works of darkness, I want to say that we want to put this over against the background of Christian liberty. I think that that's the, the relevant, uh, or the relevancy of, of what we're trying to do is uh, we're trying to define, because we said that, you know, in the last podcast that many of the pagan um, traditions that we retain are due to the fact that our categories, that is our definitions are not biblical they are not in accordance to the word of God mm-hmm. and that is due to the lack of knowledge of the word of God right? the lack of knowledge of the holiness of God we, talk about, we talked about the standard that we needed at a, that fixed point, that lighthouse that it is fixed yeah. that we need to refer to, we said that that is the holiness of God, the holy standard of God, that is the character uh, of God, that it is the character of God that it, it should be from where we take our cues, right? And so right. when we deal with, with with Christian liberty in the light of this passage in, in, in Ephesians uh, 5.11, where Paul says that we must not uh, partake in the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them, that's really what we're trying to do today. We're trying to be faithful to that admonition, right? So in the background of Christian liberty, how do, how do we go defining the works of darkness, right? Because any Christian... I remember when I had a conversation with uh, bro- uh, Brother Kevin Swanson in his program, uh, Generations. Uh, we talked about this, and, and I said to him that any Christian can listen to this verse and amen it. They say, amen, brother, right on. Yeah. Right? Whilst hanging on to many pagan traditions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the reason why that duplicity happens is because these things... Uh, talking about pagan traditions or, or pagan customs or pagan practices do not appear in their radar as works of darkness. 
I don't know if that makes sense. It does. Uh, it, it brings something to mind whenever we were, uh, we, we do a little bit of street ministering and street uh, witnessing and things like that. And I know I've done quite a bit where, where I do some street ministry. And um, I can tell you the three reactions that I get anytime I do some street witnessing or street ministering. Um, one is I will get a sincere, you know, praise the Lord, brother, for what you're doing. Uh, actually, I'll get I'll get I'll get four reactions. I'll get a praise the Lord, brother. You know, keep fighting a good fight. I'll get hey, Jesus is cool. I like what you're doing. Jesus is cool. While sipping a beer. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And then I'll get uh, ignorance, just completely ignoring me. Not ignorance in that sense, but just being ignored. Apathy. Yes, apathy. And then I get uh, the finger, the middle finger. Right. So there's four reactions to to stream ministry and we see that in that chasm there or that spectrum of reactions we find the very thing that you're hinting at or, or talking about is the the middle in the middle the gray area that says yeah i know i know oh i love jesus and, and how many times have we encountered that it's like oh i don't i don't need a tract or i don't need that i, I know the i'm Lord, good and i'm yeah and i'm good or i know i know jesus oh yeah Oh, I love Jesus. Yeah, oh, you're talking great. about the, he's great. You know, you're talking about the I'm already done did that. Okay, yes, yep. yes. I have the Lord in my life. No, thank you. I don't need a track. Right. Okay. Cool. Okay. So, so on that note, there is this. Uh, what you're alluding to is this uh, ignorance. Ignorance. I, I just have to say it's it's almost like an ignorance. Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, because we kind of go through the motions. Uh, I know I have. In the past, and still find myself trapped by that too, is is going through the motions of Christianity, going through what an American Christian is supposed to do and talk like and look like, and you got all the Christianese down. And yes, sort of the thing. the cultural Christianity, right? Yeah, I mean, what I'm trying to say, brother, is that there's a lot of inconsistency in many Christians. And the reason they are inconsistent is because they they do not know the God of the Bible. They don't know the, the Word of God. My people perish for the lack of knowledge. So many of their, their inconsistencies of pagan practices that they do retain, yeah. simply they are not viewed by them as pagan. And they, uh, many of them, have been badly trained or badly discipled and want to make everything a adiaphora. Uh, what that means is a great area. Yeah. They want to put many of those pagan practices under the rubric mm -hmm. of a great area. Yeah. You know, and and, uh, and what that what that does in them is it, it sears their conscience. It's, it's uh, analogous to this. Think of a smoke alarm. Mm -hmm. Okay? Searing one's conscience by bad theology is the equivalent of pulling the batteries of the smoke alarm of your house. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the batteries serve a purpose, right? Yeah. Um, and when we you take the batteries out, yeah, and that is the searing of the conscience mm -hmm. by bad theology, yeah, by by bad indoctrination, mm -hmm. 
So you have many, and this is the purpose of this podcast. Sure. There have many Christians that walk around with seer consciences because they do not have a sound and biblical understanding of Christian liberty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's really uh, the issue. Mm-hmm. You know, I have, I have some nerve damage to my fingers. Uh, I almost sliced both my index, right index and my right middle finger off. And I have nerve damage. And if I touch certain spots on my hand, I can't feel it, you know. And the analogy is that when 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 your spiritual nerve endings, I guess, for lack of a better word, become Dull. dull, then you don't, you cannot sense what's going on around you like i can't feel anything if i touch my finger in certain spots i cannot sense that yeah if there's anything there i can't feel anything you have what i like to call a spiritual diabetes mm. yeah okay so you become desensitized to 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 the the pagan element in your life mm-hmm. let us pull a tangible example of of what what we're talking about and bring it against mm-hmm. The grid of scripture. Yeah. Okay, let's yeah. do that. Let's, yeah, let's, we're getting to the let's do that. what the this is good uh, because this is necessary to understand yeah. what constitutes as unfruitful yeah. works of darkness. Of darkness. Yeah. And, let's put let's pull one out of the shelf. Let's let's put let's let's uh, guys in all humility, please. Uh, <laughs> before you, you you turn it, don't you, turn you, off yet. Hold you on. turn off, uh, please. Uh, <laughs> Do us the Verean favor. Mm-hmm. What is the Verean favor? Just see if these things are true, right? We, we challenge you to Scripture, sure. okay? That's it, <laughs> right? Please, yeah. okay? Before you say, ah, oh, you know, just do us the Verean fa- favor. Mm-hmm. Uh, cha- yeah. I mean, we challenge you to Scripture, okay? So let's pull a tangible example. Let, let's touch a nerve. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's bring UFC, mm-hmm. okay? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Christian liberty, uh, cultural, or the American gospel Christian liberty mm-hmm. uh, says, you know, that's a great area, mm-hmm. right? Uh, look in scripture. I don't find that commandment that it says, thou shalt not watch USC. Mm-hmm. You will not find it. Right, so what we do is that, okay, we say, well, it is up to the conscience, therefore, as though the conscience by itself is the sole arbiter right. of these issues. Sure. As though the conscience becomes the arbiter, the, the, the referee. The, so if my conscience is not bothering me, if the smoke alarm, which I am already pulled the batteries off, is not sounding on this, then I must be okay. There's no fire. Right now. The proverb tells us that we are not to lean in our own understanding, first of all. Right? Our conscience can be misinformed. In this case, we already established it can be seared. So, instead what I want to do, I want to go to Scripture and bring UFC under the grid of Scripture and see if it conforms to what Scripture says mm-hmm. that is allowed in the liberties of the Christian. Yeah. Uh, so, let me speak to you, for example... In Colossians chapter 2, the apostle exhorts the believers not to allow 
no, not to allow anybody to bring them bound, bound to to earth, uh, to to traditions of men, right? Mm -hmm. At the end of chapter two, we see that he speaks of that after having explained to them how they have been regenerated and justified and the efficacy of the atonement of Christ. Mm -hmm. So, right in between that, you know, the apostle speaks of the liberty of the Christian. Right. Now, if you understand... It's almost sandwiched in between. Sandwiched, yes, yes, yes. But you got to understand that in the context of the letter, the apostle is, talk, is talking about and dealing and, and rebottling a very early form of Judaism, mm -hmm. which is the practices of the Jewish customs and, and, and rituals as means to remain in the Messiah. Yeah. Okay, so when the apostle says, do not let anybody, anyone judge you by what you shall drink or what, what you shall wear or, or festivals or new moon festival and so on and so forth, all these things. He said, do not let them bound you by that. He's referring to that. Yeah. He's, he's combating that heresy, that early heresy, along with other heresies together that were taking place in the Phrygian Valley, which is the Lycus River. Right? He, he, when he says that, he's telling them, in other words, you have been justified by Christ. He nailed the certificate of death and the obligation mm -hmm. of the certificate of death to the cross. Yep. Yep. And then he says, you also been risen with him, uh, regen regenerated, mm -hmm. right? All these things. So he say, it's done. Mm -hmm. No need to hold these things as conditions for salvation. Right, right. right. Okay. Well, so, so soteriology is, is right. the So that's the, so that's, the, the, that's the principle, that's the truth that undergirds that passage. And then he talks about those Christians' liberties. He says, okay, those things are not necessary to remain saved and they don't have power to curb the spirit they're only those things are exterior mm -hmm. and you know asceticism and all these things you know mm -hmm. in other words don't yep. become a monk mm -hmm. it's not yep. gonna help you into godliness mm -hmm. whatsoever yeah okay that's what the apostle is talking about right now the average uh no let me let, let, that's not a fair word let me say uh, some christians mm -hmm. And this takes place a lot in what we call the neo-reform circles, the young and restless mm -hmm, mm -hmm. reform circles. They, you see a lot of these things, yeah. right, happening in these circles where they see this passage and when Paul is saying, do not submit yourselves to regulations and don't drink and all that, they think that Paul has in mind, you know, uh, cultural drinking of today. Yeah. They think that Paul is talking about all the things that happen in these circles, you know, where there's a lot of drinking going on, there's a lot of smoking mm -hmm. going on, and all these things. And, and, and they see that in Paul in Colossians 2, and they think that that is what Paul is talking about. No, Paul is addressing that heresy right. then that it had a flavor of Judaism, mm -hmm. right? It's not what he's saying. He's not giving you a blank it's check. Like in, it's like an Acts, the circumcision... The Judaizers exactly. demanding that they be yeah. circumcised. Unless to be... you keep the customs of Moses, is Galatians 2, mm -hmm. in Galatians 1 and 2, uh, you cannot be saved. Mm -hmm. That clause, right? Unless. Right. 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 And you see that in Acts chapter uh, 15 as well. Uh, excuse me. 
chapter chapter 15 you yeah. see that you know same 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 issue that leads all the way to the council of jerusalem and right? that's safe to say that's paul's thrust right throughout if we go and look throughout his letters and through look throughout his thrust is christ alone saves not it's the it's what that's the thrust it's what the reformers call the material cause of the reformation mm -hmm. which is salvation by faith alone mm -hmm. The substance of salvation is faith. Mm -hmm. So he's defending the gospel. Right. And here Paul is defending the efficacy of the gospel and the validity of regeneration and their security in Christ apart from all, all these other things. On the external. Right? Yeah. He's not advocating for libertinism or lawlessness here. Okay, he, and he's not saying, yeah. and he's not, yeah, an, yeah, yeah, he's not, he's not being an, an antinomian whatsoever. Neither he's saying everything goes. Okay, it's not what yeah. he's saying, right? Mm -hmm. So we said, okay, so now that that being said, let us see what chapter three says. So we've got, so we've got the context the context straight. yes we have straight. now we have to take we cannot leave that context right and say oh good now we can go yeah. ahead no we must bring this context with right. us to yeah. examine the these uh, works of darkness exactly so we have the context paul already said it you've been justified raised with christ right that means justification regeneration assurance of salvation you have it in christ do not submit to these things as means to remain safe this is not necessary these things and don't let anybody bring you to that yoke of slavery in other words right that's that's the point mm -hmm. and these things at the end of chapter 2 it says do have have no value whatsoever right. in curving uh, the flesh that is uh, that's just caging the tiger you you need the tiger to become a sheep pretty much that's what he's saying right so, <laughs> yep. so instead now he moves on to chapter 3 and says this if then you have been raised with Christ that if is a conditional clause in other words mm -hmm. in other words what he's saying is if you are truly saved and regenerated mm -hmm. In other words, he's saying, let us talk really about what matters here. And then he says, seek the things that are above. Mm. And that's right. That's such a powerful conclusion. Uh, right. Not conclusion, but a wrap-up. He, he said, you, you, really want, you really want to curve the flesh? Mm -hmm. In other words, it's like Paul is grabbing you by their cheek and moving your head up. <laughs> upward he said let me really point you to right. the standard here let right. me really show you what look, is it about look up look you know up. let me let me point you to that fixed point to the holiness of god mm -hmm. let's start by then and let's see from there we're going to descend to curve the flesh mm -hmm. okay that's what he's saying right right now remember we said so we, we got we, the context right and now we're saying and we drawing and we're building right because now we we pull out of the shelf an example right UFC. Mm -hmm. And so we're working towards comparing UFC to this standard that is being laid forth for us. Right? So, seek the things above. Right? That he's grabbing us by the cheek, pulling our head up and saying, okay, let's look up to the standard. Right? That's the context. So let's see. He says, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Mm -hmm. Right? So, 
to mine immediately Isaiah 6 the beatific vision the mm. trihagon yeah. you know the holiness of God right right on right there comes to mind that's, right. that's where Christ is seated at mm -hmm. so immediately I began to think okay how does UFC fit in the context mm -hmm. of the holiness of God, yeah. right? It, it almost sounds ludicrous. Speaking but, of which, but it needs you need to, be... to read The Holiness of God by R.C. Sproul. If you have not, you need to read that book. Yes. Uh, it is It is a... Life changer. It's a barn burner of a book. It, yes. It's a very, very... Uh, anyway, go ahead, brother. Life changer. It's yes, yes. No, book. no, that's good, man. That's good. The Isaiah, the Isaiah 6 reference, R.C. really kind of just squeezes that verse and gets as much juice out of it yes. as possible as human any human can yeah. and it does a good work with that so go no ahead. yes it is it's, it's totally yeah, it's great but uh, we look at that and we yeah. bring that to the holiness of god yeah. again the fixed point yeah. again the character of god right. uh, uh the eminence that god is mm. what you know how does that Reconcile. How right. can we reconcile yeah, hey, Good. Thank you. That's the word. We, so what we try to do here is put something like partaking on on UFC. Mm -hmm. Not and, picking and, on anyone. No, no. Just, we're taking this as an example to say, okay, right. Let's let's grab this and let's let's try this, right? Let's you try, try this. samples at the store yeah. when they have samples at the store, yeah. and you say, hey, you want to try? Hey, let me try that. Yeah. Okay, so this is we're picking the sample up. Right. And we're saying, okay, and see let's, if it passes the test of the holiness of right, God. That's right. that's really what we're doing mm -hmm. here. We're seeing if it passes mustard. Pick your sample and apply it here. Right. You yes. know, and but this yeah. is the sample we're yeah. picking right now. We're following right. Paul. Yeah. Right. He's exhorting if if you have been raised with Christ, like so every Christian claims to be raised with Christ. Mm -hmm. So then let's follow him. Let's just follow him to that beatific vision, to that holy throne, and let's bring UFC along with us. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Right. So yeah. now that with that in mind, let's let's proceed. So it says Set your minds on the things that are above, not on the things that are on earth. Now he begins to deal with the inner men. Right? Mm -hmm. So, here's the thing. So now I need to set, if I'm going to use my mind to engage with, with anything. In this case, we have the example of UFC. Mm -hmm. So my mind is engaged with this. So I need to bring UFC in the context of heaven. So I gotta ask my question here: Would this be practiced in heaven? Would there be would 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 there be a, a, a UFC league or whatever it's called, federation or whatever, mm -hmm. in heaven? Would would uh, would there be a heavenly UFC? Let's look at yes. What? Let's just see if it passes master. Right. Let's just see if it passes master. Uh, immediately, somebody would say, "Well, Paul kind of talk about boxing." Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah. okay, so that would mean that... Uh, the Olympics, it's all about athletes, right. it's about so, athletes, so the Olympics, you know. Could we construe, therefore, uh, something, could we then harmonize that mm -hmm. with with what we see in here, that Paul is pointing towards our minds to be set on the things of heaven. So if our minds need to be set on the things of heaven, then it means that everything that is entertaining our minds must be harmonized with the things mm -hmm. above mm -hmm. that's really what we're trying to do right, right right now he says for you have died and your life is hidden with christ in god 
Now, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. It so is complicated. It, it, well, it <laughs> is it if is you make it, but, but I mean that. But when just I say that it is it's complex. Something yeah. that the reformers thought is the sense of literators. That that is the literal sense of scripture. Let's not allegorize this. Let's just take it for what it says. Mm-hmm. You for you have died with Christ. It means you're dead to the things of the world. That's it. Yep. You're dead. And, and, and your life is with Christ. In God. So Paul is moving from the earthly things. And wants the Christian worldview to be contemplated in the light of eternity. In the light of the holiness of God. In the character. You cannot separate God from His holiness. Right. Right. So... So everything must be put against the holiness of God because that's where we're going to be at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So again, I must say, would they, would there be a UFC uh, arena or tournaments yeah, or whatever they call uh, a coliseum, call coliseum in yeah. in yeah. heaven, right? It sounds almost ludicrous, but we right. must let us just go through this, and it's, right? And it seems it's like obvious. It's like, well, obviously not, you know, obviously there's not going to be, yes, but, 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 brother Eric, I got the card, I've been vaccinated, yeah. <laughs> I got the Christian Liberty card, right, 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 it's a great area, mm-hmm. but what we're finding out here is once we put it against this, this principles laid for, uh, for us by the apostle, it's not passing mustard, right, it's not, it's not passing even stage one, mm-hmm. you know, and therefore, is that what constitutes as unfruitful? Man, albeit darkness. The question and not so would much be darkness, but the question does, is: is therefore would this be put under the category of unfruitful works of darkness? I think the answer is obvious. Mm-hmm. Christ said it. If if and this is the the key too for me is if you're not for me, you're against me. Yes. Uh, if you're not embracing, well, you said it about regeneration. Yeah. That's the condition. That is the condition placed before us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? That's a conditional clause. So, what he said, this concerns you who say who belong to him. Mm-hmm. Right? Move on in this direction. Look up. Yeah. Look, Look up. up to God. And see what's up there. And what you, according to what you see up there, then live your life. Mm-hmm. And it's obvious here. Let's just see in, in verse 5. Listen to what he says. Put to death, therefore, right, the application. That's the imperative. Yep. Right. He gave you the doctrinal indicative. This is the reality. This is who you are. This is what it is. This is where you need to go. Now he says, put to death, therefore... What is earthly in you, in the Greek, the construction of this is this. The members that touches the earth, the earthly members of you. That's what really what the Greek says. Right. And then he gives you a list. Sexual immorality. Impurity. Mm-hmm. Right. So, right there, another principle. Does UFC conform to impurity? i got to say yes. It does. It, got, it does conform to mm-hmm. impurity. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does. 
Right. It, it doesn't need to. It's obvious. Mm -hmm. Right. And then it says passions. 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 The, the Greek word is very interesting because it, it, it means, you know, the, those things that, that drives you. You know, mm -hmm. evil desires and covetousness, which is idolatry. And then he gives you that same principle we talked about the last week. He says, on account of these things, the wrath of God is coming. Right? We talked about this last week, the, the last time that we said, adhering ourselves to those things that are, to those things who, that are set apart for destruction. Yep. Right. So, so. And the question is, what are you, what are you holding on to? Exactly. What are you holding on to? Are you holding on to uh, uh, objects of glory? Right. Or are you holding on to objects of destruction? Exactly. So, if something like UFC is in conformity, therefore, with that that is not in accordance to the holiness of God. There's no gray area. It's either glory or destruction. Is that right. way? Is that a way to look at it? Is There's it obviously gray areas, but UFC doesn't fall in that category. That's what we're saying. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that in the light of uh, searing our consciences, where we make a faulty conscience the arbiter, when we make a make a faulty conscience, a misinformed conscience, the one that makes a decision in regards of what we um, do or allow in our in our homes. Yeah. So that's that's really the the, the issue. Because the tra the trajectory of the Christian, of the true Christian, the regenerated Christian, the trajectory should be upwards. Yeah, that's what Paul saying. In terms of faith, in yeah. terms of Holiness, it's, in other words, yeah. it should be. And obviously, we we live in sinful bodies, and we're going to stumble and fall, and even occasion maybe grievously fall. Yes, but the the overall trajectory should be upwards. Yeah, he's saying, look up, up and take your cues from the holiness of that's God. That's where you're headed, Christian. Mm -hmm. If you're regenerated, God. Paul says, if you're regenerated. That's where you're heading, is with God. You're going to be with God. Yeah, we've, we've been groomed so, for heaven. So therefore, again, therefore, set your mind on things above. Yes, he, he's... So there's, there's, there is no wiggle room in the sense of... Yeah, he's calling know, us to... Pits, I can make little pit stops. To a heavenly... There worldview yeah you know somebody has said and 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 you know uh paul washer said that this is one of the greatest lies that ever spawned from hell <laughs> as only so, paul washer can say somebody has said you know that uh you are so heavenly minded you are no earthly good mm -hmm. you know that's one of the greatest lies from hell yeah <laughs> you know you can never be so heavenly minded at the contrary that is what we ought to be that's like right that's you know right. uh in romans uh in chapter 8 the apostle speaks of uh, those who God predestinated. He had a purpose for them, and that is to be conformed to the image mm -hmm. of His Son. There it is, and that's the key. So, the who is the first among many brethren? So, follow suit that all Christians 
are being conformed and must be conformed to the image of Christ. Mm -hmm. So again, I bring it in this other. Maybe in different. Uh, At different, different degrees, time, different, different degrees, degrees different but nonetheless, degree, nonetheless, it, it will trajectory. Yes, trajectory. That's mm -hmm. that's that's the the issue. Trajectory, mm -hmm. right? So, if that is the standard and that is the telos, which is a purpose, conformity to Christ, then I must ask the question again: uh, Would Christ be in harmony with USC? Right, yeah. and if I can say wholeheartedly in a clear conscience, yes, well then by all means, mm -hmm. you know, by all means, mm -hmm. right. So, but coming back to the issue, so as long we bring it to Scripture, right, to see if it again it passes the test. So, and we're about to wrap up here, yeah. folks, and we just thank you for joining us. But uh, uh, just to basically sum up, uh, like you were going to continue, continue, yeah. and just kind of brief summary, and just what. The thrust of this podcast, this yeah, this, the, the, this message, the, the urgency of this message is simply is this: the reason why many of the pagan practices we have remain pagan and don't show in our radars is because our conscience are seared, because our conscience are misinformed by bad doctrine, mm -hmm. by bad theology. Right. So what we just did today is just apply and show a, a, an example. Of how we practice good hermeneutics mm -hmm. and how we bring biblical principle to bear in our lives with the goal to grow into holiness. Right. That's what we're trying to do today. Right, right. Amen. That's, uh, Sarah showed me a, uh, my wife showed me a, a t-shirt she wants and, and it says uh, book, it says book, chapter, verse. What does it say? It says book, chapter, verse. I can't remember. It was cool because it was a t-shirt because it was like, in other words, that's how we need to apply scripture. Or yeah. That's how we need to read scripture is in a proper hermeneutic. Very simple. And a simple way to say it is simply you know, line by line, precept by precept. So so on that note, brother, um, we're going to go ahead and end this podcast now. And we just thank you for listening. This is Marty with Brother Rick. You've been listening to Discerning the Times. And uh, we hope you enjoyed it. And like I said, we hope you'll stick around. <laughs> yes. We sure hope you stick around because yeah, we just want to be faithful to the Scripture and to be uh, to live the life that Scripture has called us to live. So, And that's what we want to do, right, Brother Eric? That's solid. That's our heart cry is simply yeah. just to be consistent. Yeah, just give us the re and benefit of the doubt and, and, and take this to Scripture, see if it passes Master God. Hey, and if you hear... A uh, bunch of kids running in the background is because you know we are parents with wives and families and children. I've got my children. daughter right here with me. She and, had to come and, see what the fuss was about. So. And so we we uh, we live in a a, a dis uh, home disciple in biblical life. Amen. Home you know, disciple. Uh, so yes. So praise God. Thank you guys. All so right, please, uh, if you like this, share with your friends. We appreciate this. You know, uh, in no way this is not a professional production. This is just two guys seeking to be. Uh, glorify to Christ and be consistent with biblical principles. Thank you so much, Thanks guys. Thanks so much. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Sermon of Times. Marty and Brother here. God bless you.